0: Hello, everyone. You are listening to The Wildest Podcast. My name is Jandra Sutton, and this is episode four. If you're new to The Wildest Podcast, we are so glad that you're here with us today. Whether you need a dash of inspiration, mindset, tips and tricks, or advice on how to be more productive, this podcast is for anyone who wants to get more out of life. So today, we're going to talk about imposter syndrome. This was a highly requested topic, and I'm glad to have a chance to discuss it a little more in depth. It's something I've dealt with many times throughout my life, and I'm sure many of you have too. And if you haven't, well, hopefully you'll share some of your secrets with us on social media. Now, I remember the first time I actually identified my own imposter syndrome. I was one of the few female students in my male-dominated history department at my university, and I was struck by this overwhelming fear that I was going to be outed as a fraud. I'd achieved some measure of academic success within the department. As a junior, I won an award that had previously only been given to seniors, and I was prepping to speak at my first academic conference when I realized, oh my gosh, I don't think I can do this. I was convinced that I was going to stand up at this conference, present my paper, and after the first question, people were going to realize, despite all of my time spent researching and writing about this topic that I didn't actually know anything about it. I even convinced myself that I didn't know anything about the topic, even though I clearly did. I wouldn't have won the award. I wouldn't have been speaking at these academic conferences had I not. But I still felt like not only did I not belong, I was only setting myself up for failure in public humiliation. Eventually, I decided to confide in my academic advisor about how I felt, and his answer honestly surprised me. He told me that he'd even spent most of his career as a historian dealing with the same thing. And that nearly every historian he knew, including the ones who had literally written the textbooks that I had used in my classes, had dealt with the same thing. And really, when you look at some of the names of the people who have famously dealt with imposter syndrome, it becomes really obvious that this is super common. Maya Angelou, Albert Einstein, Kate Winslet, were talking about huge names in their industries. And they've all struggled with that fear of being a fraud, of being found out or exposed as not being good enough. Unfortunately, knowing that all of these crazy successful people have struggled with imposter syndrome doesn't always help. But for some people, it's like, okay, So-and-so dealt with this too, and they're awesome, so I'm sure I'm fine. But for others, it can make you think, if this person who is absolutely amazing thinks that they're an imposter, and I'm nowhere near as good as they are, then I must be hopeless. And I get it. Imposter syndrome convinces so many of us that we can't or shouldn't do something, or that we're destined for failure. And even if it doesn't actually stop us from doing that thing, it can steal your joy and make it harder to, I don't know, relax into what you do and into what you're passionate about. And that constant fighting with yourself that, no, I actually can do this is exhausting. But there are three things that I've learned that help me deal with imposter syndrome, and I think they might be beneficial for other people as well. And I have to be honest with you, even my own imposter syndrome is shouting at me right now, who am I to even have this podcast? So let me tell you, I really do understand what you're dealing with, and I hope this helps. My first piece of advice for dealing with imposter syndrome might seem counterintuitive, but I encourage you to acknowledge it. Now, you don't have to pretend like everything is okay when it isn't. But you also don't have to pretend that this isn't something that you're dealing with. It's okay to accept it and acknowledge, hey, this is something I struggle with. Whenever I doubt myself personally, I say something like, you know what, I might feel like a failure today, but I got this. I'm going to keep going anyway. Next, I try to reframe that belief. Instead of saying, I'm a failure and I don't know what I'm talking about and everyone is going to find out that I'm a fraud and my career is going to be destroyed, try telling yourself something different instead. Try saying something like, you know what, I'm still learning and growing and that's okay. I'm comfortable with the fact that I don't know everything and I know that I'm actually on a path for growth. If you need to, confide in someone else. My friends and fellow entrepreneurs have been excellent sources of encouragement throughout my career. These are people who get the struggle, and sometimes it can be incredibly validating to have someone listen and understand exactly what you're going through. My next piece of advice for overcoming imposter syndrome? I encourage you to ditch unrealistic expectations. I spend a lot of time talking about success and how it should be self-defined, but here's where these expectations, both internal and external, really matter. Yes, we can use imposter syndrome as a driving force to keep us going, but at some point we have to accept that we don't have to be perfect. Nothing has to be perfect to be good, and quite frankly, nothing is perfect. When it comes to life, failure is inevitable. But if you fail forward, if you learn from your failure, if you pick yourself up and keep moving towards your dreams, then success can be just as inevitable. It no longer becomes a question of if, but when. And finally, my last piece of advice for overcoming imposter syndrome is to learn to move forward anyway. I've spent so much time letting imposter syndrome stop me, but I finally realized that I could use it as fuel. Because of my own self doubt, I'm constantly trying to get better. I'm always learning, practicing, and trying to improve. I mean, obviously, I even started an entire podcast dedicated to self improvement. I've learned to embrace that side of myself and keep going when I'm afraid. So think about someone who might not struggle with imposter syndrome. While I have to admit this definitely isn't true in all cases, but I'm sure that those people probably don't spend quite as much time on self-improvement as someone who uses their imposter syndrome to drive themselves forward. And yes, that means that imposter syndrome can actually become an asset. It becomes a tool in your arsenal that keeps you always learning and improving. But regardless of where you're at in your personal journey, I do want to remind you that when it comes to overcoming imposter syndrome, you don't actually need to be fearless or ridiculously confident. It's just about learning how to keep moving when self-doubt creeps in. Because it will, and that's okay. Growth, success, achievement, none of these things are linear, and none of them are about a destination. It's a cliche, but life is a journey. It's ongoing. That should be exciting because it means that we always have new areas to explore, new challenges to overcome, and new opportunities to learn and grow and improve, to do things better, to get better as individuals and as a society. I hope you take a few moments today and throughout this week to remind yourself that you can do this. Whatever this may be for you, whether it's writing a book, launching a new product, or applying for your dream job, you don't need to be the best to be successful, or to be happy for that matter you do, however, have to try. Now, we've probably all heard that famous quote by Wayne Gretzky, you miss 100% of the shots that you don't take. So don't let your imposter syndrome or your fear, I mean, let's call it what it is, keep you from playing the game. There are enough obstacles in the world for us to overcome as it is. Systemic oppression, racism, inequality, etc. So try not to stand in your own way. And if you need help, guess what? That's okay too. That might be a friend, a business coach, or a therapist simply reminding us of our own power. Because you are powerful, and I believe in you. Unfortunately, that's all the time we have for today, but if you want to learn more about overcoming imposter syndrome, don't forget to subscribe to our new micro-newsletter for the Wildest community. You can sign up at janderlee.com slash wildest. It's completely free, zero spam, and it's the perfect supplement to help you get a little bit more out of life and this podcast. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of The Wildest Podcast. And as always, keep working, keep striving, but don't forget to take a break if you need one. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and leave us a review if you haven't already. You can also follow us on Instagram at LiveWildest, and we're now on Twitter at Wildest Podcast. And you can join the Wildest community on Facebook to talk more about all things personal development. Thanks again for joining us, and I hope you have a wonderful day. Talk soon.